She's super fucking busy. And there was this idea I had called the comic book hotness draft. Mm. So the comic book hotness draft is essentially you find a... You, you, um, so for us, I'm going to do 10. I'm going to do 10. And I'm going to try to do this again later with a, like with five or more people and do like maybe like 20 rounds. So what the uh, hotness round... What it is, is you're going to pick a specific characters that may have been that have been in a, in a Marvel, DC, or other comic book movie. And you're going to pick them. We're going to go back and forth on hot, on like who we'd pick if we were going to draft a team of hotties. Okay. So, we're going to get 10 picks apiece. Um, because it's my show, I'm going to go first. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, so, and we're gonna go by the, we're going by the characters, not the actors, so if the actors, if, so if the actors are a piece of shit, and you pick them, we're not talking about the actor, we're talking about who they play in the, in the, uh, in the show. In okay, a, well, because sometimes the actors don't necessarily look like the characters. Like, oh, no, no. a whole different person when they're playing these characters in the films. Exactly. So what we're doing now is we're just doing the, the characters from the movies. So, it can be Marvel, it can be DC, it can be other. And uh, with my first pick, I'm going Thor, because there is not a more beautiful person in any comic book genre than Thor. That man, woman, whatever. There is nobody more beautiful than Thor. Even Fat Thor. I was just gonna say, even even Thor from the most recent film. Oh hell yes! Now he's all cut. I mean, no, I'll give you that. I'll he, give you even that. then, he's all cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> right. A little, a little cushion for the pushing. Yeah. Something, something you can wrap your hands around. Something's gonna keep you warm at night. He seems like, uh, he seems like the perfect cuddle buddy. He just, yeah. You know what? He just wants to spoon. He wants cheese pops, and he wants <laughs> to spoon. Like you know, I'm like, how can you not love that? I think I love fat Thor more than I love like normal Thor. Cheese puffs and cuddling. Yes. Uh, cheese doodles and spooning. So that's my that's my number one pick. Who's who's your next pick? A Loki. Kids and Loki. <laughs> but well, Loki all day every day. Uh, so, he is the goth boyfriend I've always wanted. <laughs> He's the goth boyfriend you've always wanted. Oh, especially especially um, I forget which film it was because there have been so many of them. Um, when he is like when they capture him, and he's in the in the and he's all looking all disheveled. And miserable, and a little gaunt, a little, a little paler than normal. He's got the bags under his eyes. Oh, fuck me, Loki. Yes, I'm here for it. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was funny. I was immediately gonna go. Did you mean uh, Sylvia Loki, or did you mean? But you meant Loki. You meant Loki, Loki. You meant. Oh, oh, I, I mean, I mean, you know that uh, black lace front, god of jokesters. Goth man god, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm laughing because he really does have a lace front, which is so fucking funny. I really just like let's just listen to the cure. Like let's just listen to the cure 
and mope about and make other people's lives miserable for our enjoyment. I'm, I'm here for it. You, you know what? You got me there. I really have. I, I can't. So, I'm trying to think of my number. So, if I was going to go with my number two, I feel like I almost have to go Zazie Beats. Um, not Zazie. Domino from Deadpool 2. Oh, oh. She is such a fucking asshole, and I love it. <laughs> and and I almost feel like with her powers, no matter how bad you are in sex, she's still going to get off because she's lucky. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then having well, some... And she, she has that great head of hair, too. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, like, yes, I yes. Mean, she is just, I mean, just, just, I mean, again, you know, looks aren't everything, but, like, she, she's just, she's stunning. She's actually stunning. my, um, she's actually my number one uh, female celebrity, like, ever. Like, she's number one, but Domino, like, with that... The sarcasm and the good looks and just mm. everything about her just screams the like personality yes. to back it up. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. Oh no, I, I get that. I get that. That's a good choice. Like I love when she walks up and sees a uh, juggernaut with Deadpool. She turns around and goes, "No," <laughs> 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 and just immediately walks away. She's like, "I, I want no parts of this. No, thank you." Uh, I think my second. You know what? I'm Scarlet Witch. Your your first two picks really track. They you they... know um, I mean not so, okay so not Scarlet Witch with the fake Russian accent not, not the one the Maximoff um, yeah you know in the in the first Avengers but uh, everything after that especially Wanda Maximoff in the WandaVision show being able to see her in all of these different in you know the the different incarnations of the character these different time periods playing out you know the 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 50s housewife the 70s housewife um you know the the 80s hair um you know and and up until the the very end of the series where she gets a little dark oh yeah and then leading up into what she what she looks like and who she is leading into um the Uh, new doctor strange multiverse of madness whole like i mean Appearance-wise, Scarlet Witch has never looked hotter. Um, but like I just said, she's she's great. She's one of my favorite characters, anyways, both in the Marvel universe, uh, the cinematic universe, and in the comic books. Um, and if you know me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta know why. Put two and two together. Um, but there's something about the MCU portrayal that is just so intriguing to me. And you know her her presentation in the films and who she becomes in the films. Like her personality takes on like a completely she does a complete one eighty yeah. with her personality. She becomes extremely likable. She becomes funny, and you know I, I, although her her motives, I understand why she does what she does completely. Um, you know, her and Vision together probably one of my favorite couples in the you know in the in the comic book universe um but yeah scarlet witch like you know mm-hmm. work your magic on me please can i tell you my favorite it's one of my fa- it's one of my five favorite moments in comic book movie history it's when it's an end game where she lands and looked at thanos he goes you took everything from me and he goes i don't even know who you are and she with this confident look she goes you will mm-hmm. <laughs> and that yeah she beats the dog shit out of him 
like it, it was funny. Like it got so bad that Thanos was like, "I'd rather kill all of my troops than die like this." Well, and that's another thing that's so hot about this character too is the fact that she could really fuck you up. She could end you. She is so powerful. She could end you. There's just something so hot about that. Yeah, and it's God, it is really fucking scary. But like how how fucking like great she is though. But it's. Again, like, it's just, she's just that, she's that fucking hot, and she's that fucking, like, just dominant. And again, like you said, the whole witch thing doesn't really, it, like you said, it kind of tracks as well, too, so. Who would I, who would my number three be? You know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna steal a pick that you probably would have, specifically because I may need to trade it for one later. Um, Catwoman and Batman Returns. Damn it! <laughs> this... Fuck you, baby! Fuck you! <laughs> so I'm using that. Where did it take my number three, you asshole? I'm saying I see. This is like I'm pretty sure if you tell Patsy I did this, he'll understand. I specifically picked this person just in case you pick something, pick them later, so I can trade for them. And if you and if I don't, I still got Catwoman from Batman Returns, who is arguably one of the sexiest characters ever. Oh my god, I don't know about you, Miss Kitty, but I feel so much yummier. Like, that <laughs> scene right there. Oh my Come god. Come on. So for me, it's the, um... It's the, uh, the mistletoe conversation. It's just something about just that scene. It was... And maybe it's just my love for, like, wordplay and just, like, diction. But something about the conversation they had about... Mistletoe can be deadly if you kiss. It's even deadlier if you mean it. Just something about that. Just it hit. It hit, it hit old man Wade right in his um blood pump. It's so. It was so beautiful. And then her just doing the backflips out the thing, taking a couple breaths and going meow. I'm like, yo. <laughs> like that's it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh. That 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 is a good choice. That is oh. God damn it. Um, oh, I got a, I got a number four. I got a good number four. Too. Well, you know what? I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see your Batman Returns Catwoman, and I'm going to raise you um, Batman the series Catwoman. Ah, uh, Eartha Kitt. No. Batman the series. She was the original Catwoman. It's a callback from a conversation we had. Oh, earlier. okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So she was the uh, Julie Newmar. She was Catwoman. So Lee Merriweather was Catwoman in the uh, in the film from the 60s. But Julie Newmar was the Catwoman from the, the original Catwoman from the series. And I, I am obsessed. As much as I love Michelle Pfeiffer's Batman Returns Catwoman, I love Julie Newmar. There is something about the cat suit that she wears. She yeah. is first of all, you cannot describe Julie Newmar without using the word statuesque because that's what she was. She was so statuesque and, and she really brought that to the Catwoman character. There was something so classy about yeah. her and that Catwoman suit that hugs every single curve just right with that gold belt and that gold chain and that perfectly quaffed like hair, the 60s hair with the flip to it. I'm actually oh, looking at pictures of her right now. I'm like, yeah, that was a damn good pick. 
she is stunning but there's something about that period of batman that i just love so much the the onomatopoeia batman the pow the zip the zoink, <laughs> uh the, the, it's so colorful and there's something about her that you know not only fits in really well but she really was a cat burglar in that series too like she stole diamonds she stole all of these fabulous things and who wouldn't want to be with someone who has the capability of stealing such fabulous things and then sharing their riches with you so if we're gonna, I'm gonna see your comic book TV show, and I'm gonna raise you another comic book TV show, and I'm gonna go with someone who I should have picked number one, and I'm gonna go Jessica Jones. Ah. <laughs> I fucking and and you've met, you've met you've met my wife, so you can understand why I have such a love for Jessica Jones. Like she just the level of not giving a fuckness, like the drinking, like the protectiveness of her like just like she exudes everything that i love in my wife like she and like she like, is such a badass character like there, i really can't think of a better way to describe her than just badass yep and like you know and, this this independent woman who is just really out for herself and taking care of herself and you know also you know and eventually those around her but you know her her the self-preservation that she has, I think, is just so admirable. And one of the things that go that, that one of the things that goes unsaid a lot when they talk about Jessica Jones's strength is overcoming the PTSD of being controlled by Killmonger for as long as she did. The physical strength is all fine and well, but the fact that she really just overcame all of that and and came on on the other side and granted she developed like you know an alcohol problem and stuff like that but she still overcame everything that happened like she's she's probably better now than she was before like she's like she's saved hundreds she probably she's probably saved dozens of people or helped dozens of people just being tougher than she was when she went in unfortunately it was a really fucked up situation but not everybody can come out on the other side of that and this is again a tribute an attribute of my wife an attribute of my wife excuse me where, like, the stuff she's talked about that she's gone through and still manages to come out on the other side of it stronger than when she went in is, is like, it's something I think has to be, like, mentioned. Yeah, and I'm really hoping that uh, she is a character that we see again. Absolutely, especially with Disney Plus bringing all those shows back on there. I feel that if the show streams well, which it will, I think they're going to bring Kristen Ritter back. I actually think they're going to bring all of them back. I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if Mike Coulter didn't come back because I know he has that uh, new show, Evil, that apparently is doing like fantastically well. Season one was great. I haven't seen season two, but it's on... Um, it was on that streaming show you were just talking about um, with uh, Dragula. Uh, oh, Shudder. Shudder, yes. Um, and I also, as much and as good as I think he was, I wouldn't be upset with a new Luke Cage. I do want to see, and even, and this is going to sound weird, I do want to see the same Iron Fist that we had before because I feel like he needs a redemption story because I don't think he was the problem. I think the creative team behind the Iron Fist show was the problem. Because when we seen him in Defenders and we seen him in the episode Luke Cage, he was great. He just kind of sucked in his own show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So who you got for your number four pick? So I think my next pick, I'm going to have to um, stick with DC. 
And I'm going to have to go with Batman from the Batman television series and the 60s Batman film. The Adam West Batman. So hear me out. There's a reason for this. Um, I love camp. Exactly. Give me the Batusi any day. Seriously. Like, dance with me. Let's have some fun. Um, his costume left very little to the imagination. Did you know that apparently the dude who plays Robin has a huge dick? <laughs> I mean, if you look hard enough, you can tell. Is it... Burt, Burt Ward, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently like there's a rule uh, there was like they had to do something with the costume because his dick was too big for it. I was like, Jesus. It was like um the dude in Eternals. They had to put a flap in front of it because they couldn't hide his dick from it. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. That's a, he's clear. He's clearly a shower, not a grower. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, or both. But anyway, you said um, like you like camp, right? So I mean, like he's kind of goofy. He's weird. He's fun. Uh, you know, he has a he has a thing for sharks, and for some reason that appeals to me. Um, you hmm. know, it's uh, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> There's something about that version that that combination of you know that batman slash bruce wayne adam west bruce wayne is so good so good and i don't think it gets the proper credit that it deserves he you know not everyone has been able to do that combination like some actors are a better bruce wayne than batman some people are some actors have been a better batman than bruce wayne yeah in my opinion especially for that time period he and, and and the content that it that was presented because it is very true to the detective comics version of Batman, the Batman who wore all the different colors, you know, the Batman who, um, you know, uh, fought crime but also danced a lot. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, he was very he was very true to that, and I just think there's something so appealing and super sexy about that. Do you remember the episode of Batman? Where one of the villains ran into the women's dressing room, and Batman and Robin stopped. Like, we can't go in there. And then after a couple minutes, like, all right, we have to go to in there, but we're gonna cover our eyes. You ready? And they jumped in and covered their eyes. <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus Christ, man! It was like it's honorable, but dude, there's murderers out there. Right, but but, it, but it's but it's in that level of camp that I just I eat it up. I love it so much, and to you know, you have to be so aware of yourself and so comfortable with yourself to be able to be that goofy, you know, to be able to present yourself in such a way. And that Batman, that, that Batman just does it for me. It, it was, it was, it, that was, yeah, I'm not even going to argue that because it's, yeah. yeah. Um, so I got a good one for you. I am going to go with, wow, I lost, I lost her name already. Um, Peggy Carter. Okay. I'm going Peggy yeah, Carter. Yeah, okay, yep, yep, I, I, yep. Um, this one, again, same kind of toughness, same kind of like really self-assuredness. Um, she's super hot and she and her boobs are fantastic. <laughs> so yes, I'm going, I'm actually absolutely going Peggy Carter from the, from the, um, Peggy Carter series. Not, not, um, Captain Carter, I'm going Peggy Carter. Cause, I, cause just like you, I want to see it with the, uh, the 1940s and 50s like hair swoosh in oh, there. Yeah. Oh, I love that time. The glamour of that time period is just fantastic. And there's something about 
the way Peggy Carter carries herself. Yes. That is so sexy. Like she's she's smart, sexy. Like she's you know you you can have an intelligent conversation with her, like after you've done what you need to do in the bedroom. You know, like you can you can you can have your fun with her, but then like have a nice conversation with her after. Like yeah. she's so intriguing to me. And then on top of all of that, like, can you imagine like she comes home and then tells you all these like fantastic stories of like the things that she just went through and. Like her, like destroying the patriarchy in the nineteen forties. Right. Yeah. I mean, that right there is hot. Okay, destroying the patriarchy in the nineteen forties when it really needed to be destroyed. Like, there's nothing sexier than that. We, uh, who's who's next on uh, the the von Night, the von nightmare list? Uh, so I'm gonna go with another villain, um, somebody who was in a series. I'm gonna go with Agatha Harkness from the uh. WandaVision series. You realize, like, after one night of pleasure, like, she probably drained all of your energy and your soul, and you'd probably die. You know, right? I'm, you know, that, that is a risk that I am willing to take. <laughs> uh, so, it's interesting to me the way that they kind of played out her character in the series, and the way that they presented her character, because it's such a far cry from how she's presented in the comics. Yes. She's an old woman in the comics. Yes. So, having her played by Catherine Hahn, who I absolutely love so much and think she is such an underrated actor and I'm kind of glad that people are, are waking up to how fantastic she is uh, due to the WandaVision series but you know the mystery behind her the I mean and and she's just she's so gorgeous like you can't not look at her her voice the way that she presents herself in such a way she's so confident and she has that little secret that she has been keeping the entire time. Like, that's hot. Yeah. Yeah, like and it's and the best part about that is because Agatha Harkness is such an old character in the comic book, she could play that role until she's like until she's just like, eh, I don't want to do it anymore. Because she could literally go go old and gray haired and play that same character forever. And it's not really gonna make a difference because in the comic book she's an old an older woman. Still powerful. Yeah, it's interesting to me how they decided to not only introduce her to the to the MCU, um, or should say just the Marvel Universe, because it's not really the cinematic universe, but to yeah. the Marvel Universe uh, in general. Um, but then, you know, her character design, the costuming and everything, especially when you realize that it was Agatha all along. And that's And she becomes, you know, she's no longer Agnes, she's Agatha Harkness. And you realize her motives, and she kind of gets a little dark and stuff too with her design. You know, that whole end battle scene between her and Scarlet Witch where they change, you know, and they start to get a little darker and their makeup gets a little bit heavier. Like, I think that is a great look for the both of them. And, you know, Loki can be my goth boyfriend. They can be my <laughs> goth girlfriends. I don't know what the, what's the, a, a, not a thruple, but what, like a quadruple? A, quadruple? A, a, I don't know. Well, a thruple is three. So a quadruple. Like a quadruple. Quadruple. Quadruple, yeah. Yeah, I want to be like in a quadruple. With the three of them, we can live, we can we can listen to Robert Smith together, and it'll just be fantastic. So for my next one, um, for round six, the six, seven, eight, nine, ten, five more, I'm going with uh, Yelena Belova. Oh, Okay. Uh, 
I love, I love, first off, I love her personality. She's goofy as fuck. <laughs> like, she is cute. She is so fucking cute. I, I fucking, and, oh my God. And then, can we just talk about um, the act, the actress in general? Her Instagram is one of my favorite things ever. She's just like this big ball of like just happiness and goofiness and just proud of herself. And she was like, oh, I didn't like, I always wanted to cut my hair, so I did. I always wanted to do this, so I did. <laughs> um, this is a picture of me hungover from the night before. And I'm like, this is, it's great. So I'm going, I'm definitely going Yelena Belova, but also because I really feel like it would just be a blast hanging out with her. Like it would just be nothing but fun. And it's, it, yeah, Yelena Belova. I'm going Lady Belova for my six pick. Oh my goodness, mine. Um, you know, I'm just going to do it. A Nightcrawler. Really? Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. There is something very mysterious about him. And uh, I know he's been portrayed a couple of times in the X-Men universe. Um one of those portrayals played by oh my god uh alan cumming uh ah. just fantastic um but yeah there's something there's something about nightcrawler there's um not only is he like a really cool x-men character just his abilities and what he can do uh but there's something about the way that he's portrayed in the films and his vulnerability yes that is just so sexy. You know, he's a little unsure of himself. He's trying to come into himself a little bit, uh, trying to figure out exactly who he is. And like, I don't know, there's just there's just something about that. That's just, that vulnerability is just so hot. <laughs> like somebody, I can see that. Somebody who, somebody who allows themselves to be seen in a specific way. You know, I'm a superhero. I have this ability to do all of these crazy things because Nightcrawler is is really just really versatile. Yes. When it comes to you know his his abilities. Um, and then I'm just then I'm just picturing like sex with the teleporter. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, let's use your imagination. Yeah, use your imagination, people. <laughs> It sounds like it'd be fun. Just, just. It, it definitely wouldn't suck. Yeah. Or so, would it? You know, um, well, I know his powers make people sick when they teleport, so maybe not. But who knows? Maybe in the throes of passion, it doesn't make it. It doesn't make you sick. I am going to go with a character who the actress herself doesn't aid either. I'm going with Melinda May from Agents of Shield. Okay. She, again, like, it's funny because before she became this Ultra Series character, they talked about her being, like, this giant prankster and, like, how she used to, like, love having fun. And, like, once you open, once you get behind that hard exterior, she see like, she is, like, this wonderful, like, happy, not necessarily happy-go-lucky, but, like, she's, emotion, she's emotional, she's affectionate, and she's really caring. So for my seventh pick, I'm going with Melinda May. And, again, it doesn't help that, like, she she's looked, she looks better now than she did in Street Fighter that came out in the nineties. Mm. Uh, you know, I think for uh, I'm actually shocked there's somebody on the board that no one's picked yet. I think for my next pick, I'm gonna have to go with Black Panther. Oh, that's a good one. That that, uh, yeah, yeah. You 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 can't you, you can't you can't go wrong with the King of Wakanda. Yeah, 
You really? I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to see his Wakanda forever. <laughs> introduced in i believe it was civil war yep uh i knew nothing of black panther I, I i didn't know who this character was and i was so intrigued and we ended up doing an episode of black panther on throne on thursday which i, I believe was you were involved in that episode yep. we, it, um, was it, was, it was a great episode and you know gave me all the backstory that i needed uh in order to go forth with him in the MCU and learn more. And obviously he had a standalone film and he was really um, a big part of the way that, uh, you know, Infinity War and, and Endgame played out. But there is something about that portrayal of Black Panther, that, that portrayal of T'Challa, there is really, something sexy about somebody taking responsibility for themselves taking responsibility for their actions having composure and you know presenting themselves in such a way and i know that i keep i keep saying that but he he's very he's very regal, regal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly he's very he has this this regalness about him and that is just that is so you know what's funny if you like him it's now just, it's such a turn on if you like him now you'd love him in the comic books and one of the things that um i forget who said it but they were like they asked the child to go talk to somebody because he has this aura of calmness around them and he as good as he was in the in the in the movies he's even better in the comic books again again you, you have you have a you have a finite amount of time in the movie. You have an infinite amount of time in a comic book, so it's, it's obviously different. Mm -hmm. But even then, like you could see, there was a lot of smoothness to him. But but then when he was around people that he loved, there was vulnerable. He was vulnerable. Like the um, the relationship between him and Okoye was one of my was one of my favorites. It was really big sister, little sister, big sister, little brother, kind of like yeah. vibe towards it. Like please, I never freeze. <laughs> And then, like, watching, um, and then at the end of it, when he was with Nakia, and he was just, like, open to her, and she was like, and he was like, I need you. Please stay. And, like, I love watching stuff, well, I love seeing strong male characters be vulnerable. And seeing him do that at the end meant a lot to me watching it as a black man and as a fan of comic books in general. You know, and as, as, you know, the character loses his father and we get to see the mourning process a bit as well. And to see him go through all of that, to see him, you know, like you said, to allow himself to be vulnerable, to have him mourn out in the open like that, where so many men especially, you know, feel that they need to, and I, and I, I'm assuming, you know, so many men of color feel that they, they can't do that, that they can't emote, that they can't have these type of conversations, that they can't, you know, uh, they always have to be in a happy, positive mental state, that they're not allowed to 
present themselves in such a way, you know, to be able to see that and see that not only, you know, is this strong black character being portrayed in such a way, but this character is going through something that is really real. You know, I mean, I've never been heir to a throne, but I have lost my father, you know, and, and seeing that, you know, portrayed in such a way on the screen, you know, really, really, I, it hit home, yeah. you know, and I'm sure, and I, I know that other people have seen that as well. And, you know, it, the character of Black Panther, after seeing it, the, the, the film, meant so much to so many different people. And to be completely honest, Black Panther is one of my favorite MCU films. Yeah, it's um, you know for the not only for the way that T'Challa was was uh, portrayed, but the way that the women were portrayed too. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Like you the... know, and and my my uh, my my day job as a mad scientist, um, you know, I, I really uh, connected with the characters and just the, the strength that was there. Yeah. And he, and that's the other thing about T'Challa. He wasn't afraid to like go to like the women for help. Like his bodyguards were like the strongest women in the fucking world. Like what, again, one of my favorite moments, uh, civil war move or you will be moved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. Yes. There, there was no joke. There was no levity in her voice. It was, if you don't get the fuck out the way, I'm whooping your ass. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, my next pick is completely just off of looks. I'm going um, Aquaman. Oh! <laughs> that, damn it! That was the one I was shocked that you that that, that got that didn't get picked off the board. I'm like, I'm going strictly off of looks. I'm going Aquaman. No, <sighs> no other reason other than he's one. Of, he's just gorgeous. You know, I was actually having a conversation with someone about Jason Momoa recently, and it's like, you know, it's not just it's not just that he's he's good looking because he is, and I've seen him in person, and you know, I, I just I, I just this 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 gorgeous piece of of, of caramel was just walking towards me, and I was just <laughs> like, oh, well, I mean, Patrick wasn't impressed, but you know, whatever, um, his opinion doesn't matter, but like, it was just, I was just, I just, I I I kind of. Not very often do I see someone and I, I have to look twice. He's one of those people who I saw and I had to, I, just, I had to look again. I had to, I had to see him. He's just so mesmerizing in his mannerisms. But on top of that, he's a really funny guy. Yeah, isn't that, doesn't that make it even funnier? Like, but again, we're not going with Jason Momoa. We're just no, talking. No, 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 right, right, right. But, but even then, you know, as um. Permission to come. Arthur Arthur Miller. Arthur Curry. Arthur Arthur Curry. Yes, I knew it was Arthur something. Um, you you know, it's Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Like I'm lucky I even know his actual characters. It's like Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what's his name again? Who cares? It's Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Um. Yeah, that's a really good choice. It was basically, um, I, it was nothing off that, just purely off of looks. The only person, there, there are a few people who are more attractive than Jason Momoa. There was one person who has a very similar look to Jason Momoa, but blows him out the water in terms of attractiveness, is Roman Reigns of the WWE. That is, that is a pretty, oh, that is a pretty fucking yeah. man. That is so, a, <laughs> yeah, 
we are um, we are casual WWE fans. My brother and Patrick's brothers are like hardcore into it. Um, and I, I know that they haven't done much with him. I, I guess like the WWE fans don't necessarily love Roman Reigns or whatever they're trying to do. Oh, with him or whatever. they I'm love not, him now. <laughs> oh, oh, do they? Okay, good. But like, I don't know. I just I saw him once, and I was like, that guy's got something. Like he's got because he's just he's just so good looking. Like he's so good. Like it, it should be it should be criminal. Yeah. To be that good looking. Like and it, and then what makes it even worse was he um he did this thing where I'll, I'm sending you the video now, but our Roman Reigns was talking about uh, John Cena, and he goes, "It's the same John Cena every time." He goes, "If I want to do that, I would just Google 2000 John Cena." He goes, it's like, he's like, it's like missionary position every night. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then he pauses. He goes, but the tribal chief. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and he has, a, he has just become this, he's become everything that people thought he could be. Like, and one of the things he does that I think is, he has one of the best catchphrases ever. And it's two words. He just walks in the ring. He looks out, he calls out whatever, wherever city or state they're in, and he just goes, acknowledge me, and just lets everybody go wild. I'm like, it's really, and he's just become this big fucking dickhead, but it's so good because he puts so much emotion in it. And like two weeks ago, he was just like, he goes, you don't understand, that belt's already mine, because everything in here is mine. He goes, that cameraman is mine, this audience is mine. <laughs> I was like, this dude is in the wild. But anyway. I went Jason Momoa. <laughs> that is that is that is the rock level confidence right there. Oh yeah, well they're related too, so that also makes sense. Oh, oh well, oh, oh, I mean that that makes a lot of sense both on the the confidence and the appearance. Um, you know what? I think uh, speaking of Mr. Wade Wilson that we just talked about, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Deadpool for my next one. See, that was a good one. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go with. With Deadpool specifically because like he seems like he would be super fucking annoying, but he also he's also super caring. So there's two. So it was like it's like I don't want to go Deadpool. It's like mm, not sure. You know, and here's the thing: he's loyal. He's very loyal. Like when he's yes. when he's with someone, he's with that person. The only time I know he's cheated, even in the comic books, was when oh my god, I'll send you a picture of who he married. Um, he married a succubus. Oh really? Yes, because this before or after his relationship with Death. Well, <laughs> that's the funny thing. The only um, person he's ever cheated on his um, woman with was with um, Death. Oh. And so what was funny about it was, she was like, I guess they kissed, and she could smell Death on him, and she was not happy with that. <laughs> at oh all. yeah. yeah. So um. um. Yeah, that's a that's a really good thing. But you're right. Like he's faithful. Like he wouldn't. He's not gonna cheat. He's not going to. Um, I'm sorry. I just sent you a picture. Of what she? What uh, his wife looks like? Um, he's not gonna cheat. He's gonna be fun. He's he's apparently gonna be down for whatever. So yeah, that makes Deadpool. Yeah, she has she has abs. Yeah, that that just happens to be on one pick in general. But like she's a 
really dope character. And what's funny about it is she, she finds him handsome because he doesn't look conventional. He doesn't look like... he. Well, she's a succubus, so she looks like a monster. So everything about right. her is like, you know... Like, the first time they met, it was funny. She was supposed to be betrothed to Dracula. And... Um, <laughs> yeah, and so... They were already fucking. <laughs> so <laughs> Dracula was like, get her, bring her to me. And then she found out that he, Dracula killed her brothers. And then when we pay him back to Deadpool, all, Deadpool and Shikla, all you can see is their upper bodies. And then it pans out and you see Deadpool's in his underwear, she's in her underwear. I'm like, dude. <laughs> we, 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 we knew what this was. <laughs> but it was great. She is fantastic. Fantastic. Holy crap. Yeah. Like and, like she's a shapeshifter, like she she has like a monster form and I mean same, you know. <laughs> but yeah, there, but there's something about the you know and there have been talks of doing a Deadpool film for a while. And it was right time, right place, right actor portraying Deadpool. I cannot envision anybody else portraying Deadpool. Now, the first film was definitely better than the second film, but the second film was really enjoyable, and I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing him more, um, hopefully more ingrained in the MCU. Uh, but I, there's just, I mean, ugh, you know, come on. Like, he's so full of himself, but yet, like, he's so vulnerable at the same time. You oh, know? yeah. That's another. That's one of the things I love they captured about the character: the fact that he was so vulnerable, because he is that in the comic books as well. Like he's never, really, he's never hidden his feelings, and he's always been like, "This is who I am. This is what I am. This is just what it is." Well, and he's also really adventurous too. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah, and then I love. At first, it was no, <laughs> no, and then the next movie is like, "Let's get the strap on and make it happen." You know, which I love. I love a person who, you know, might be a little hesitant, but is willing to try anything. Because you know what? You never know if you like something until you try it. Um, yeah, I did I did love that. And I like the fact that he, again, like you said, everything's always fresh. So like you said, so like you said, like you said happy after, at International Women's Day. Or just the randomness when they were just like shoving uh, Thanksgiving food down each other's throats while they were fucking. I'm like, this is, this is great. And you know they've done some wild shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I bet they've had a really good time. Yeah. So with my next pick, I'm going Captain Marvel. Okay. I'm, I'm going to need some explanation on this. I think I think she's attractive and I like strong women. What do you want from me? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I know who you are married to. Yeah, I, and you it know makes, what it is? It makes perfect sense. I like her really dry sense of humor. Um, I do feel that, like, she... I don't think she's as vanilla as she makes it out to be. I really do feel like there's a freak inside of her, but she's just like, you know, don't tell anybody that... I, don't tell anybody that we did this, but, like, as long as you don't tell anybody, then, you know, we'll keep doing this. Um, and I think, I think Brie Larson's attractive, so there's also that, too. But I, I, again, I, I love, like, it's just, all of it, a lot of it has to do with the power into it. She has this really fucking, which is funny when they're um, in the movie where she goes, you should smile more, and then she breaks it. She has a really nice smile, too. So there's also that. 
And I already know my last two picks, so I'm good. Boom, boom. Okay. Uh, you know, so I wouldn't have said my next pick before this character got its own television show. This character in the MCU, I, you know, I, I don't, it really didn't do much for me, but I don't know, I don't know what it is. There's something, something clicked for me when the, when the Disney series came out. Clint Barton. I knew you were going to say that. Is it, was it the fact that they actually made him an interesting character? He, again, yes, he became, yes. well, I mean, so here's the thing, like, you know, he's not a bad looking person, but it's, but it's, it has really nothing to do with his looks and everything to do with personality. Um, they, they gave him one in the series. He really didn't have much of one in the MCU, aside from the fact that uh, him and Black Widow had a bond. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, the exchange that they had at the end of Endgame, when Widow ended up sacrificing herself, that was, that, that was, I, I felt something. I, I felt yeah. something there. Um, you know, uh, but he was really defined, for, for me anyways, he was really defined by his friendship with her um, until the series came out. And we got to see him, we got to see him with his family, we got to see him by himself, we got to see him take somebody else under his wing, so to speak. Yeah. You know, um, we got to see his interactions with Yelena, and that scene where he's on the ice, he's in New York, uh, Yelena's about to fucking kill him, and they have this moment, and he just completely like i knew your sister we were best friends you know when she, this like i didn't kill her it killed me when she did what she did like that scene right there i'm like wow jeremy renner has never looked hotter and i've seen him in the hurt locker like i was obsessed with that film when it came out okay like he's really never looked better and it really has nothing to do with his appearance, but everything that he brought to that character in that one moment where he emoted so much, I was just like, damn. But you know, he could totally get big. And the funny thing about it, and this is one of the reasons why I, I've said this on this podcast, I've said it on uh, one of my other podcasts, and I've said it, in, and I've written it in articles. TV shows are the way of the future. I really don't think that you can tell a complete story in a two or three hour film when it comes to the uh, genre of comic books. Because let's, this is a perfect example of that, where it's like, I like Clint Barton because I've seen bits and pieces of what he could be. When they decided to do a Hawkeye film, I said, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to show how great he is as a person, especially considering this isn't gonna be something that's gonna be CGI the fuck out. This is just going to be two people with no powers, with uh, with a tremendous amount of skill. And Haley Steinfeld, who's cute as a fucking button, worked perfectly with Jeremy Renner. Like their mm -hmm. their like father daughter relationship, or mentor relation, or mentor to mentee, and like that scene where she was like, "You're not going to spend Chris. You're not going to. Today was going to be your movie day." So we're gonna drink margaritas and have movie day. That was, was one so freaking cute, wasn't it? Though, and it was, 
And it wasn't just cute. It was like, I thought that was a really special moment. And each of the um, Marvel Studios shows, there's one moment where you, there's one moment in one episode in particular, I've noticed it, it, I've noticed it because it's become a trend, where you see something where the character is just more than what they are. In Loki, I, there, were, there was actually a few in Loki. Loki was different because Loki was just on another, another fucking level. Um, I think Loki was the best show. I think um, Hawkeye was my favorite. But there's a few moments in Loki where you look at him and you're like, wow. He's not, he's, he's more than just his jokester. There was the moment where he shared the blanket. There was a moment on the train where they were like having a heart to heart. And there was another one at the end where he's telling her like, please don't do this. I love, I, I really, I really care for you. Can you please not do this? You could ruin everything. So there, there are certain moments like that. And for Hawkeye, that moment where he shared being Ronin, what it meant to get rid of that part of his life and what it means to him to be be a family man is something that we wouldn't have gotten if we never saw a Hawkeye show. Now, can you imagine if we had a a Captain America and Black Widow show? Or if we had a a Bruce Banner show? Like where moments where we can see how deep these characters can go. And I think it would make you love a character or love a show even more if you can have this position where you're like, oh my God, they're more than just blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's just yes. my two cents. But Hawkeye, Hawkeye is a great pick. Yeah, and, and for me, uh, with, with Hawkeye, it's his relationship with his wife. Now, I don't know if it's because I'm married and the fact, you know, I, I like seeing relationships played out on screen. Yeah. And if it's a really solid relationship, it makes me appreciate the characters more. Um, seeing how his wife is more than just a wife, it's literally, like, that's his partner in crime. And she is helping him. Like, she's really his partner. You know, and he values her input, and she is helping him, you know, from where she is. You know, like, that just made him so much more hotter. Yeah. I agree a million percent. And, like, Hawkeye's a really good kid. But that's also, like, that's a... That's not just like a that's a relate that's like a relationship pick like you know what I mean, and I love that everything he did when you find out he did it to protect his wife who was essentially in protective custody for whatever she did when she was in Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next pick, I'm going Monica Rambeau. See, that's what <laughs> I thought your Captain Marvel pick was gonna be. Nah, I'm going. I I, I was saving Monica Rambeau. I was saving Monica Rambeau. And if you would have picked, and if you would have picked her, I would have traded you um, Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Monica Rambeau is definitely Monica Rambeau is my ninth pick. She's she's super intelligent. She's super courageous, and she is oh god again. I love natural black hair, and like mm. it's I fucking love it. And then I, I I can't wait to see more of her. And yes, we've only seen her in like Wandavision, but there's just already so much I love about her. To begin with, and just the fact that she's just she there's no fear in her, like that's attractive as hell to me. Um, so uh, my 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 next pick, um, I'm gonna say it and then explain it, and you're gonna get it. Uh, is 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 Venom? Uh, what that tongue do? 
I need. I actually made a meme of that. I need. I actually need to find it. If I can find I, when I find it, I'll send it to you. But yeah, I mean, you like know, yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, Eddie Brock is great. But not. You don't want Eddie Brock. You Whatever, want Venom. But, but I don't. I don't. I don't want Eddie Brock. Venom. Venom. Like like and, and you know Venom has a great personality too. <laughs> that tongue. Oh, you wouldn't need yeah. anything else. You really don't. It's it, it's just, that's just what it is. It's fucking better. Like this. Alright, so with my last pick, I uh, I think I have to do it. I think I'm going Okoye. I think I'm going, I, I think uh, I have, know, I, I think I, I have to go Okoye. Yeah. Like she's seen, like, not only, like I said, again, strong women, but I also feel that like she, like, she's versed in the ways of sex. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really do feel like she's just kind of like, you know what? I know what I'm doing. You just sit back and let me do my thing. So, yeah. So, with my last pick, I'm going Okoye. You know, that's a that's a really good pick. That's a really good pick. Um, oh, God. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm really trying to think of my last one. Um, mm, you know what? I'm going to... I'm gonna stick with the MCU, and I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna go with it. Wilson Fisk. Damn out! No, 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 no. I'm not. What do you mean no? Wilson Fisk, really? Yes. You realize he's like the kingpin of crime, like literally the kingpin of crime, right? Hold on. Yep. Hey, babe. You know. With Ash's last pick, she picked Wilson Fisk. I mean right she gets it she gets it there is a scene in the daredevil series the, the netflix series where he's having uh that date with and i, I forget her name and it, it's just escaping me right now and i kind of hate myself for that because she's she's beautiful but you know he's oh vanessa whining her yeah vanessa thank you um you know he's whining her he's dining her they're talking about art that is hot that is so hot. Wine me, dine me, and sixty nine me. Okay, please. He's, he's the you. king. He's literally the king, bit of crime. He's he's a king. We've already established I like royalty. <laughs> Thank you, T'Challa. Yes, <laughs> I'm willing to let you know. First of all, obviously, I have a thing for bald men. Uh, yeah. You know, but 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 like you know, there there's something about you know. The, who he is shifts when he's with Vanessa. That's that's also true. That's a thousand percent true. You know, it's almost like, you know, again, going back to that vulnerability thing that I like so much, he's very vulnerable with her. I don't care what he does for work. I don't care who he kills on the side. If we can go to a museum together and he can recommend a good red wine, then you know what? So be it. You know what's funny is he probably could recommend a really good red wine. Right? That's what I'm he, saying. He, he, I bet he's fantastic conversation. He has excellent taste. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I, fine. I, you know? I, I mean, he's, he's, he's worldly. He's done things. Yeah, exactly. When she asked what that tongue do. I, I, I forgot that I made that. I'm actually going to post that right now. But yeah, but like, it's just... But really, Wilson Fist, though, it's just like... You know, there, there are certain things, you know, everyone has passed. There are certain things I can overlook. 
if you're going to give me a fantastic life, if you are going to be loyal to me, if you are going to be great conversation, if you are going to come home to me, like that's all, you know, I, I don't ask for much. And, and Wilson Fisk can do all of those things. I mean, sure, he's murdered a couple of men in very vicious ways. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, man. that Thank you for that. That was, um, I did not see that last one coming, but Wilson Fisk is a damn good pick. I will, I'm not even going to argue, despite him being the kingpin of crime. But again, you don't, you don't, and again, if you're married, he can't, the law cannot make you say anything about the shit that he did. Exactly. Exactly. I can, I can turn a blind eye for, you know, he wants to gift me things. He wants to give me fur coats. He wants to bring home bottles of champagne. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't know what you need to do this. Like I. I don't care. I don't care. Merlot Art and Show. Exactly. Yes. All right. This has been the old man. <laughs> this has been the old man Wade Show. I'm actually going to turn this into two episodes because this was this was really fun. I actually didn't expect to record this long, but it was really fucking fun. I'm going to turn this into two episodes. It's going to be fantastic because the whole the whole drag episode is going to be one episode. Uh. Miss Von Nightmare, tell everyone where they can find you and your amazing hubby. So if you are into podcasts and if you're listening to this show, I assume you are, you can find me on the Throwdown Thursday podcast, co-hosted with my partner on the show and my partner in life, Patsy the Angry Nerd. We talk about characters the same way other shows discuss movies and whatnot. There are sharks, there are wine, you should definitely listen. If you Google Throwdown Thursday or go to www.throwdownthursdaypodcast.com, that's where you can find that. Also, if you are into sports, so am I. I am Slash the Ice Queen on the Loudest Sports Show. Again, just uh, look up the Loudest Sports Show where all fine podcasts are found. So I just want to, just so we know, I'm actually on your, on the, uh, Put on Thursday Facebook page right now. So these are some of the things that you'll definitely be getting get you'll be able to get into. Uh, one of the most recent one is strike hard, strike fat first. No mercy. You guys are discussing um, uh, what's the name of that name of that damn show? Um, Cobra Kai. Uh, Daniel San wax yes. Daniel San wax off. Uh, Hash Brown Johnny Karate. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find just find a random one. Uh, matter of opinion, <laughs> uh, plastic and fantastic. Uh, so yeah, there's a bunch of like random stuff that you guys do on here. That's that's amazing. Okay, so um, we have uh oh gosh, two hundred two hundred fifty episodes. Do not make me do math. I'm pretty. I don't do math. Um, but uh, and and we cover uh plethora of different subjects like you mentioned everything from action science fiction horror to drag queens comic books oh, but say didn't you guys sweet. just do um you guys just did two wrong food didn't you yes yeah our, our most recent episode is uh miss vo boem miss nagzina jackson and miss chichi larue so it's it's I mean, a, excuse me, not, not not Larue Rodriguez. Chichi Larue is an actual real person. So <laughs> I just want to point out that even if there are some topics or some shows you don't really get down on, there's gonna be someone here that you absolutely do love. There, and even if you don't like it, I think it's kind of dope that they really you guys really get into 
some of the uh, I don't, I don't say nuances, but some of the, like the background of the of the characters. Um, like you guys research the shows. Not you don't just watch the shows; you kind of research them too, which is something people don't do. And it's fan fucking tastic that you guys do it. Um, you guys are consistent. The chemistry between y'all is great, but obviously y'all are married. So it's but it's it's a really fun listen to. You know what I mean? Some and it's sometimes you can't really say that about certain things. I still haven't listened to the one that you and Patsy did for um, the All Star Weekend, but I, I that's on my that's actually saved on one of my on my phone to specifically listen to that. <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah, the Loudest Sports Show. Um, I hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen um, the whole uh, LeBron thing. Um, yeah, I, I I respond to things in real time sometimes. Yeah. And uh, that, that was just, yeah, uh, oh, oh, yeah, that was, that was interesting. But, um, yeah, like I said, we, we do the two shows, uh, you know, because different different things, different strokes for different folks. And um, uh, yeah. we, have a, we have a lot of different uh, things that make us happy. So we decided to have two shows for things. And I, I love it. And, like, uh, there's also the, the Throwdown Thursday pod, uh, Facebook page. There's the Loudest Sports Show Facebook page, which is fun. I actually just posted something on there about LeBron and the meme and something like that. But the show's fun. The page is fun. And the Facebook page is one of those places where if you're a dickhead, you will get kicked off. So um, join it if you want to go to a place where you can go on Facebook and not be attacked. And you can have a legitimate conversation. It may get heated, but it'll never get um, slanderous, I think would be the best term for it. Yes, we like to provide a safe space for everyone to, um, you know, post their opinions and whatnot without being a dick. Yeah, and that's one of the, and again, it's in a world, in the world of today, especially with the internet, you'd like to have a place where you can have a, where you're in a community where you know you can feel safe. So definitely join both of those, definitely listen to the Throwdown Thursday podcast. Um, you'll know it's them because you'll see uh, a witch with a, I think you have a glass of wine. Yep, a glass of Merlot, and you'll see a shark with a beard and a beaker. So, yes, yes. so this has been the Old Man Wade Show. I want to thank uh, Miss Von Nightmare for joining us, especially last minute, because this was like yesterday. I'm like, hey, so uh, are you free? <laughs> so I want to thank you, uh, <laughs> thank you for doing this, especially for doing the draft, because like, especially like a day before, and you're like, fuck, I got to come up with 10 people in like less than like a day? So I want to thank you for doing this. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Anytime, really. Like you don't have enough podcasts to be on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I love the sound of my own voice. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. This has been the Old Man Wade Show. And as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Damn it, Wade.